0: The OAMnetwork.com
1: Power to the podcast. I'm Lauren.
0: And I'm Scott. And we're the Reedies.
1: That's right. Reedy spelled ready.
0: It's a pun. One I've heard my entire life. So much so that we've decided to make it a thing. Ready, ready or not, not.
1: On this podcast, we'll share our journey to becoming adoptive parents while also running a business together.
0: It may not be easy, but you can bet we're ready or not.
1: And welcome to episode 16 of Ready or Not, a podcast about growing your family and your business.
0: Recorded right here in our closet studio in Midtown Memphis.
1: As always, Max is asleep and we're at it again. This time we're talking about routines, which have been flipped upside down since a year ago this week.
0: Oh yeah, well, so this is Barbecue Fest week. So this is sort of the one year anniversary of when we found out about Max. We were at Barbecue Fest, which is at the end of this week.
1: Which is the international... Memphis in May Barbecue Festival.
0: Memphis in May International Barbecue Cooking you, Contest.
1: Thank you. You <laughs> said it right. The people who organize it hate when we call it Barbecue Fest because it's not just Barbecue It's not fest. the brand. But Wait, what was it again? International
0: Memphis in May International Barbecue Cooking Contest. There
1: we go. We are on a team called Born in the QSA. We do not cook for that team. We help finance the cooking habits of that team.
0: And, yeah, and then they give us all the great barbecue. Last year, we got sixth in ribs. Sixth in ribs, yes. In the world, so they're pretty awesome, and so we're hoping for another good one this year.
1: This year's emotional, though. You know, I just last episode talked about Mother's Day and being emotional, and which, by the way, Mother's Day was amazing, and it it was emotional, and uh, I feel all kinds of ways about it, but this week's kind of more emotional. Yeah, well. Not because of the ribs.
0: We went down, you know, we took the afternoons off, we went down to barbecue fest, we're staying in the rain, having a drink, and then we get the call.
1: The call that I thought we would get while we were somewhere not downtown at Barbecue Fest, like in our office or at our home when definitely not with a beer in our hand.
0: Yep. In the rain. It was <laughs> incredible. And so to be kind of a year room for that has very made us both very reflective um this
1: week. Yes, I've been very nostalgic about it all and I'm I'm excited to introduce Max to Barbecue Fest. I sure as hell hope that he likes it.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting this year. I know. Probably interesting every year. It'll be different every year until he gets to be like ten. Then he'll. Just and be then it'll early. be fun, and we
1: we'll be like, "Here's a tracker, so we know where you are in the park." Yeah. But Go have <laughs> fun with your friends. Uh, so yeah, go barbecue fest. Uh, this episode though, we're not talking about that. We're talking about routines, and uh, I think we should just jump right in.
0: Sure, let's go. All
1: right. So we talked about how different our lives are now that we have. A child, and we run a business, and we try to juggle all the things that we juggle. But before we dive into our routines, I wanted Scott to read you something that I wrote. Okay, yeah. March of 2018, that is just kind of a good kickoff for what we're going to talk about. It is titled, Our Last Fill-In-The-Blank-As-A-Family-Of-Two. It's Our Last New Year's Eve-As-A-Family-Of-Two. It's Our Last Valentine's Day-As-A-Family-Of-Two. It's your last birthday before we start calling you dad. It's our last trip without a kid. It's our last flight without a kid. It's our last you name it, and I've been thinking about it a lot lately. But it's not the last that typically makes me sad. It's the last that makes me excited. It's the last that involves so much mystery and uncertainty and yet brings so much certainty. Soon, our lasts will turn into firsts. Our first walk... Our first birthday as a family of three, our first road trip as a family of three, our first Halloween, our first Thanksgiving, our first Christmas, our first fill-in-the-blank as a family of three. We are preparing to grow our family through adoption, and it's the strangest process. I say strange because I've never felt the way I'm feeling right now, but it's a feeling that is also the most fulfilling. We've read books, we've taken classes, we've ordered supplies, though we don't have enough. We've got children's books and parenting books. We've asked friends and family to write about us, about why they see we're fit to be adoptive parents. We've read words from them that we didn't even know. We've never spoken about them before. We've run down every moment in our lives with our social worker. We've cleared out our closets, donated crap, reset priorities, and begun planning for the arrival of a child. All of these little details make so many other things in life feel so small. And in all of it, there's so much wonder. Wonder in how I will be as a mother. Wonder in how I will watch Scott mold into a father while remaining my husband. Wonder in how we will shape the path of that child's life. Wonder in what we will teach them. Wonder in what they will teach us. Wonder in how we feel the moment we get the call. Wonder in how our emotions will take over. Wonder in the moments that feel so easy and yet the ones that feel so hard. Wonder in the waiting. Wonder in the waiting. Joy as we prepare our hearts, home, mind, and life for the growth of the Reedy family.
0: You have never shared that with me. <laughs> you wrote that last March of 18, right? Yep. So I did. two months before we got Max. Yep. Wow.
1: I there's, forgot that I wrote. There's it.
0: so much there, and we're through so much of that. All those firsts.
1: I know that's why I got a little bit of emotion there. We are through so much of those things.
0: Yeah, that's that's incredible.
1: Yeah, so I, I wrote that because I was feeling pretty anxious about a lot of things. We were on a plane, by the way, when I wrote that. Mm-hmm. I believe if you look, oh yeah, we were in, we were over Harper County, Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's where the GPS picked up my. My uh, writing of this...
0: Did you have your Wi-Fi on in your laptop? Oh, I suppose you were... On were, a plane. On a plane, yeah, I guess yeah, that makes so, sense.
1: Anyway, I, I, I want I wanted to share that with our listeners because that was back when our routine was changing. Yes. You can tell clearly in how I wrote this that it was changing, but it uh, had not yet changed. So what was our routine like before we had a child and a business?
0: Uh, I, well, I don't really remember what it was like before the business because we've had that for a long time now. But I think... We just had a lot less structure. There, there was just less routine. Um, A lot less. We didn't need it because we had.
1: We had no reason to. Well, and and
0: I think our weeks were so different week to week. They just varied so much. Um, In the nights we had, we went to a lot of events, and those were different on different nights every week at different places. And. um,
1: Yeah, our routine was not having a routine, which was really fun, but now we do have a routine.
0: Yeah, well, and one thing I want to talk about with routines is, like, for me, routines are not, like, this rigid, unchangeable, like, mess up my whole day if I get off of them thing. And, no, that's how you see routines. That's how I see your routine. It's, (laughs) like, if you set a routine. It's, like, but I see that as like, it's my default speed. And so, like, my, my main routine is, like, when I get up in the morning, I do everything in my morning for the first hour in basically the same order every single day down to like brushing my hair and then brushing my teeth
1: like you do it I, is the
0: same order but and you that's, know what
1: that they everything i've read about morning routines and being successful in your day says that that is the key the first hour that you're awake dictates the rest of your day so
0: well so for me to you. for me it's not like to make my day great for me it's to allow my brain to wake up because i have this default speed that i just do the same thing every single day so I just know what's next. I just I just inherently know it. And then now we've added Max. And so now I just add, add the, tacked on to the end of that is like when I get through with my morning getting ready routine for the most part. Sometimes he wakes up early and messes it all up, but whatever. Um, I go get him and I fit his routine into my routine. So like I have his feed him, change him, dress him, bring him down and give him some breakfast. That fits in somewhere in that first hour. Sometimes it's 10 minutes in. Sometimes it's at the end of the hour.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because your morning routine is very different than mine. You take mornings with Max. I typically take evenings with Max. Mm -hmm. Uh, Every once in a while that changes or swaps or one of us steps in because the other's in the middle of, you know, a crisis at work or something. But uh, you wake up almost every day at the same time and do the same things. I love sleeping. (laughs) In fact, before Max, I loved sleeping so much that you would have to come in and wake me.
0: Yeah, well when we first started the business, um you know, we you could define your own hours when you're working by yourself. So, you know, I'd get up around 7:30 for work every day cuz that's when I have meetings starting. Um and then Lauren would sleep until 9 or 10. Yeah. Um, I mean, she'd work until 6, 7, 8 at night, but she just she liked to sleep in, so she so slept
1: in. that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> but uh one thing that I've been doing cuz I've been reading a lot about morning routine and uh been working with my business coach about Successful mornings and how they can dictate the rest of your day, um, and so on. I'm not routine based quite like you at all. In fact, routines make me feel like I can't be creative. She gets
0: so anxious about it. I
1: do. I don't. I don't like to be like early to things. There's just all kinds of things. But um, everything that I've been reading says if you wake up the same time your child wakes up, you're already behind.
0: And I would say that's true. And if if Max wakes up before I'm like out of the shower it kind of messes up my my routine ish i mean i probably end up a half hour behind schedule um if he wakes up before i get in the shower
1: and and i don't do the morning routine with max that you do typically but if i don't get up when you get up Mm -hmm. um and go work out or also start getting dressed depending on what my morning looks like uh i don't have a good morning and so i've been working really hard To like I said, I'm prioritizing fitness, so I've been getting up. The alarm's going off at 6:45, and I've been told by so many people that it should go off at 5:45, but I just don't know a world where that happens in my life. I mean, it did when Max wasn't sleeping. Sure, but I just uh, I don't. That doesn't work well for me. We're recording this podcast at 10:30 at night, so for me to get up at 5:45 doesn't work. Sure.
0: Well, and I think um, one thing that's I guess unique or one thing that we do is we go to bed late. We go to bed at like eleven, eleven thirty every night. Um, so you know, and for me, I operate very well on like between six and seven hours of sleep. That's like my prime time. And That's I need what like I go eight with
1: to be happy. Yeah, and so I could do 12, <laughs> 10. Actually, I could do ten. Ten yeah. is my. So, ideal.
0: so in order to get up at five forty-five, we would have to cut off a large portion of our evening. Um, that is a lot of the time that we spend together every week. Right, and right. that's something we decided with Max. You know, before we could have easily split that because we had all that we had tons of time together, just the two of us. Um,
1: just m- the two of us. Mm. <laughs> we can make Will Smith it if we here. try. Anyway,
0: and uh, but yeah, I think that so that's something we've decided that we we don't want to give up at least at this point. Um, you know, is our evenings together and spending that time together.
1: So our routines in the morning look very different, but have changed in a way that has a routine. Uh, since Max came into our lives, yeah. Well,
0: and I think overall we set up um, kind of our our joint routine is more of a weekly routine. Laura and I say we operate pretty much. We just operate one week at a time. Um, we don't look. We're not well, obviously we know things that are coming two, three, four weeks out. But like on a day to day basis, we just take on Sundays we start and
1: and we go through it. But you know the thing is, I we recently someone said to us, uh, well, I have to look at I have to look at everything a year at a time and a month at a time. And when we do that, we do that often. You heard our goal setting mm-hmm. podcast in the last episode, but we take it one week at a time. Yeah. That's how uh, we roll in this yeah, house. I, I
0: think on a, on a month, like at the beginning of a month, we will be like, what's coming up this month? But like our deciding who's going to do what on a day to day is on Sundays.
1: And so we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll walk through what that routine looks like and how we balance it and what happens when things get thrown off and who recovers better in certain scenarios.
0: All right, we'll be right back.
1: Have you noticed how small businesses and nonprofits are posting videos on social media these days? Every day, thousands of them are sharing video content. But did you know you don't have to spend a fortune to invest in video for your brand? Forever Ready Productions is here to help you out. We make your work stand out while telling your story, but most importantly, getting it done in time. To have an impact. For more information, visit foreverreadyllc.com. Welcome back to episode 16 of Ready or Not. This episode, we're talking all about routine, which is pretty fitting considering the title of our entire podcast, Ready or Not. Yeah. I mean Getting like- Getting off routines, basically. <laughs> basically, you can have a routine. But it's gonna change, and it's never gonna be exactly. But like we said at the beginning, it's about starting a foundation and starting off your day in a way that helps you be successful in your week, et cetera, et cetera. Sure.
0: Well, and I think it's for me, it's something that gives me comfort to go back to when things are crazy. Is I can go back and just do my like manual thing. Like when I come up with some of my most creative ideas are in the the first hour of my day, Um, because I'm on autopilot for what I'm doing, and so I'm able to think through like what's coming today. What's going on? You know, kind of all those things.
1: Yeah, it's funny. I come up with my most creative ideas in the chaos of the non-routine that happened. <laughs> we are so opposite. Yeah. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's why we work. It works, right? That's why we work. So we said that we don't, uh, you know, we look, we take everything one week at a time in this house. And do and you want to talk a little bit about why that's so important to us, that we take it one week at a time instead of... Uh, one month at a time, or
0: I think when we tried to do more than a week at a time, because things changed so much with the business and my job, and now Max, but it was even before Max, um, things were so fluid and changing that when we would get when we would get two weeks in advance, or we start you know, looking further than just the the immediate week, we would set things and then have to change them six times, and I think it added more stress to operate in that longer period than. Uh, Than just this one week at a time thing that we we started to use.
1: Yeah, at the top of each month we go over what the month looks like, which we uh, still need to do this month.
0: Well, we covered that a couple of weeks ago yes. because the this six week period in Memphis is just crazy and. Um, just, yeah,
1: it's Memphis and everything. Yeah,
0: Memphis in May is like so. There's all these festivals. And there's all this stuff going on. You know, there is like the music fest, and the barbecue fest, things like that. But it's also like every nonprofit we work with is doing stuff. There's tons of events. There's just so there's stuff we have to cover for the business stuff we want to do personally stuff our friends are doing. You know, so it's just like it's so there's the t- a lot
1: at the top of each month we go through what the month looks like to plan ahead for any um, uh, travel or big events that we need to be ready for. Um, lining up babysitters, babysitters things like that babysitters those kinds of things uh but for us it starts every sunday
0: Yeah so on sunday uh you know we get up we go to church or we try to um we try to meet up with some friends to go to brunch after
1: You heard me say that brunching is my favorite
0: <laughs> Brunching is your favorite It is I, I
1: think I'm going to create a t-shirt company that's just that's that's the name of it I think I've seen that somewhere Brunching is my favorite Yeah
0: um but with an
1: asterisk that also You can look up and it says smiling is my favorite.
0: Yeah. But we we love to go to brunch with some of our friends right after church, Um, typically church friends, um, talk about what we just heard, talk about, you know, what's going on in our life, just using it as a catch-up. It's a nice morning thing. And Max loves it because that kid loves pancakes like you wouldn't believe. Um, Which is
1: not good for our waistline, but... Whatever. Yeah, because we
0: always end up eating his extras because he doesn't eat them all. The
1: but. joy he has eating a pancake is like... Oh, it's crazy. It's probably how I look when I have a glass of wine.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's that's probably that's a good sweet. analogy. Yeah. He, just, he just loves pancakes, always has. Um, and so then, you know, we the rest of our day is, is fluid. It's kind of a relaxing afternoon. And, but in the late afternoon, we get into our meal planning and grocery shopping. So as we talked about in a previous episode, um, you know, Lauren does all the meal planning and grocery shopping, so we put kind of put that plan together and then she goes grocery shopping. And then in the evening we do like kind of our calendar review. Usually this is after Max goes to bed. Um and that's we go through our whole week. And it's day by day of saying, okay, what's going on Monday? You know, what's going on during the work day? Are you gonna be in the office? Am I gonna be in the office? Um, you know, for me, do I have to go on site? Do I have to do other things that are popping up that are abnormal? Talk about evenings, evening events, things that Lauren has to go to, things that I need to go to, things we go to together, and take Max. We take Max somewhere else. Do we have a babysitter? Kind of all the things day by day: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday.
1: That is such a juggle.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's so different every week. The only things that that come up is we we try to, at least I try to, you know, sort of schedule out. So when I have to go into my office, I try to make on Wednesdays every week, which doesn't always work because, you know, things need to be done when they need to be done. But um, that's one of my, like, standard routines that I try to follow and try to line things up at. Um, Thursdays for me is kickball night. Right.
1: And so then I try to kind of do a girls night once every couple of weeks to supplement that. And then, you know, we have a Monday morning meeting at work at 930 every Monday morning, which Mm -hmm. is like... A routine that we stick to that helps sort of dictate who's taking who who's taking Max to daycare and who's picking him up. Um, and it, so it's really all about kind of setting the stage. And so then Monday morning happens and Scott does his routine, mm-hmm. which is getting up and doing the same thing.
0: Yep. Same thing every day. And, you know, Lauren gets up when she needs to to get to whatever she has that morning or make it in by the morning meeting with the whole staff. Yeah,
1: typically that's a, a quick workout in the morning. And if I'm really being good, then I'll make, like, a smoothie and get dressed. And you'll take Max in and we'll meet, you know, back in the office. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of just the way that it works for us. That's how – That's it's a, it's a daily review, but it starts with that Sunday overlook of the whole week.
0: Yeah. We, yeah, we look at all five days and figure out – I think the Sunday thing is when we really figure out who's taking Max and who's picking up Max each day. And then what events we have, either – they're in the middle of the day that change things or in the evenings that we have to adjust to. And I pick up max or you pick up max or how we do.
1: And that helps us make time for ourselves. Um, you know what? I think you really love your Wednesdays mm-hmm. because um, whether you're going on site or mm-hmm. you're uh, whatever you're doing, it, it's sort of, you know, I talked about in goal setting that I have a, a day of the week minus Tuesdays. Tuesdays are my days that are like Lauren project days um, Wednesdays are Scott days Yeah, I mean you're always working but Wednesdays are sort of your day to reset, recalibrate and be focused on whatever Scott needs to be focused on
0: yeah it just helps without all of the I don't have all of the distractions um, as much as I do on the other days
1: yeah and then Thursdays are kickball days mm-hmm. um, and the way that this works typically is that it doesn't work because routines get changed when kids are in your life always do so um we always I would say weekly we have something that throws our routine off. Yeah. If it's a uh, a call from school saying that Max needs to come home cuz he has <laughs> a fever. A fever.
0: Or um you know or just something or he's not feeling well or he's doing great and we want to like go for a walk with him cuz it's a nice day outside. You know there's there's joyful things in that too.
1: Or we pull him out of school early cuz my meeting ends <laughs> at 4 and I think he should come back to the office with us. Yep. He plays hooky sometimes. Mm -hmm. Uh, But let's talk about what happens when it, it throws a wrench into our routine and how both of us adjust a little bit differently. So when something changes in my world, it's typically not a super big deal because in my world, I came from news. And I would come in every day for a 9.30 meeting and I would have a story assignment by 10.30 or 11. And then I would have, I would back time my day if I had a five o'clock live shot and I just had to go with the flow. Mm-hmm. And for me... And at
0: any moment, breaking news come in and blow up the whole plan.
1: At any moment, breaking news could come in and blow up the whole plan, no matter how great the plan was or no matter how amazing the story was. And so uh, as stressful as that was, I feel like news really prepared me to be able to just do whatever I need to do with a kid and with a business. Uh, my ability to shift Gears that quickly is very easy for me because of that former life of having to literally do it so that I could be live at five or six in a newscast.
0: Yeah. Well, and for me, I just need a little more time to, you know, while you can adjust in an instant, I might need, you know, 10, 20 minutes to think through, okay, if this changes now, how do I reformat the rest of the day and everything that I had planned for the day?
1: Right. And sometimes what that means on your end, so I'm really scattered because of that, but on your end, you're never scattered unless something shifts. Sure. And, and so I
0: so I get scattered while I try to like get it all back into place because that's how I operate. I got to like, it's like, oh, it's all blown up. Now I got to put it all back together and put the puzzle piece back together of how my day is going to lay out and all the things I need to get done and all the things I wanted to get done and what things are getting pushed out and what things are getting pushed in. And I lay all that out and then I'm kind of back into the, into the world of the organized.
1: See, this is the reason why my business coach has been working with me on uh, using a daily planner. And planning out my day because I am so fly by the seat of my pants that I might have a list of five priorities and get to the end of my day and realize that I've done none of them. That's like a huge difference between the two of us.
0: Yeah. I typically always have an idea of what I'm doing that day.
1: And you get it done.
0: I try to. Now, that's not
1: to say I'm not efficient. I get a lot of stuff done, but I just tend to, as things come my way, like combat them how I need to. Instead of saying, okay, I'm going to table this and work on it later, I I do it now, and then it throws off kind of the rest of the day. Yeah.
0: Well, I think that's kind of my nature of um, sort of my background in IT is all about prioritizing what needs to get done now and what needs to get done later. And, you know, if the longer you let something sit, the more of an emergency it becomes. So I really try when I have something on my list, I try to get it done because I can do it today at my pace. I do it tomorrow at somebody else's pace.
1: Ooh, that's some deep deep stuff there. Yeah. I can do it today at my pace. At my pace, I can do it tomorrow
0: at somebody else's pace.
1: Well, I'm going to have Can I write that on my desk somewhere? Yeah. That's yeah. A, that's deep.
0: Cuz that I mean that's how, that's how I approach it because if I'm if somebody else is rushing me through it, then I don't do it as well than when I'm doing it at my own pace.
1: Wow. Drop in knowledge yeah, right here live on the podcast. So, to kind of recap what we have talked about in this episode, I would love to hear from our listeners about what works in your routine routine and what you do when that's thrown off. Um, it's different for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Some couples really balance and sort of pass off back and forth. and and some people, uh, one person carries a certain load and another in one department and another person carries another load mm-hmm. um, and it shifts. And some people are so routine based as they listen to this, they might be thinking, oh, my gosh, I need more space for some flexibility, Mm -hmm. which can also happen. I think if you get caught in the mundane routine, you often uh, miss out on some of those beautiful moments.
0: Yeah. Some of that spontaneity. And that's something that I am way better at years later after being married to you this long. You're welcome. Being able to be spontaneous with things.
1: And I'm way better at being pretending to be routine and organized <laughs> being i'm way better at being pretending than, yeah being pretending that's yeah good i'm super great at it but it does start with the morning and i think that's the that's the key here
0: that is something that really does set up my whole day if i have a really really bad morning which very rarely happens but if i get up like a half hour late miss my morning meeting and you know max is waking up it really can screw me up the whole day i have to like Really work hard to get myself back on track that day.
1: And for me, if I don't get up and get moving, if I don't work out, I don't have as productive of a day. Yeah. If I if I sweat in the morning and I and I whether it's, you know, a home workout or yoga or something that moves my body in the morning that then requires me to take a shower. That's the key. <laughs> if I then have to take a shower, then I get to restart my day and I'm much more productive and successful. And I think you see that in me too. Oh,
0: yeah, for sure. And that's why, you know, we very early on figured out that it wor- really worked well for um Lauren to do the or for me to do the mornings and for Lauren to do the evenings. Because on the same token is I we didn't even talk about this, my wind down at the end of the day is very important to me. In order to sleep well, I need to like back down my day so like we always end the day with like watching a show or do something like that or reading and like you know trying to do that to um, sort of turn my brain down to be able to go to sleep
1: right which is I I appreciate that I'm not good at that so there's some differences in how we do things but it's why we shift who does what when yeah I think that's the big key Mm -hmm. I hope this has been insightful please send us an email to feedback at com. Tell us about your routine, what works, what doesn't, how crazy we are, how non-crazy we are, Yeah. (laughs) whatever comes to mind.
0: As always, like and subscribe on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Uh, Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Ready or Not Podcast. And we'll see you next time.
1: Here on Ready or Not. This podcast was recorded in our closet studio in Midtown Memphis, Tennessee. Edited by me, Lauren Reedy. Graphic designed by Brody Kuhar and hosted by the OAM Network. TheOAMNetwork.com
0: Power to the Podcast.